Hey, what is good, guys? Welcome to another Built Elite Training Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I'm super excited about talking today about my current training split. Um, I'm getting super amped and excited. I will be going uh, to prep mode here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and I want to talk just a little bit about my training split, what I've been currently, you know, what I've been doing and been doing this for roughly about two years now. And um, my, my purpose behind this, you guys, is to kind of give you what I've been doing, what's working for me, and also just uh, some mindset behind, you know, challenging you, like, why do you do the split that you do? Um, you know, everybody does a different split and it really depends on your lifestyle, what your goals are, what you're currently trying to do. Um, if you guys have been following me, my goal right now and my, my objective in with my physique is to have the best men's physique um, look when I get on stage to get my pro card through the OCB. Um, if you've been following me for a little bit, I do have my um, pro card through a different federation, but the OCB does not take um, other cards. So I need to go at the amateur standpoint. And so my mission and my objective here in the next 21 weeks is going to be getting to that next level. Um, and so you guys, I wanted to break down kind of my past, you know, what and how I first started my split, what went through my mind when I first started training, what I was currently doing. Um, and so everybody that's tuning in on Facebook and Instagram, what is up? I appreciate you. Um, but when I first started training, you guys, my mindset was train hard, train long, and uh, your rest days are on Sundays. So I had this overall mindset growing up that I had to train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday was the Lord's day and I could rest on Sunday. And when I was doing that at the time, my mindset, I didn't know what top sets were. I didn't know what warms, warm up sets were. I read a couple articles on bodybuilding.com. I read a couple, you know, muscle flex, whatnot magazines. And I just thought, Hey, I need to get to the next level. I got to train like every single day. And I'm not saying that you, um, you can't train every single day, but what I am saying is you need to make sure the way that you're training. A lot of times when people say like, I, I train six, seven days a week, I'm always looking at, well, how hard do you train? And when they say, oh, yeah, I train hard, I'm like, well, what's your top sets? What's your RIR? You know, what, what are you doing when you're working into your leg day, your pull day, your, your push day, all of that. And so I kind of had this different mindset when I was approaching it, when I first started was more is better, more is better, more is better, which at some point there it's important. You need more, you need more volume, you need more intensity, depending on what mesocycle you're in, but doing too much too quick or over a very long period of time, that lagging feedback is going to come and you're not going to get those results. And so when I would train again, it's all a blur right now, but I would train so hard. And I remember I hit several plateaus when I was doing my, my training, I hit a lot of plateaus in certain press movements. I would hit plateaus in pole movements. I would hit plateaus in leg movements. And I think a lot of it was due to not recovering well, um, using so much, so much carbohydrates during a period of, um, a session and, uh, not being able to recover and having, um, just very low performance within the next day. And so as I continued to go, 
I start going through a couple coaches. Um, I've gone through, this will be now my fourth coach, which I'm super excited to have. Um, and I still yet have not gotten my training split from him. Um, the split that I'm about to talk about you guys is what I've been doing roughly for the last several months. I've changed this split up a couple of times during the couple of years I've been training um, since the 2019 season. Um, but this is my current split. And so as I go through this, you guys, the first thing I'm going to break down is obviously the split, um, but I'm going to be breaking down just two to three movements within each day and uh, just kind of break down the why behind why I do them. Um, and so again, hopefully this may give you some perspective. You might have, you may be doing a couple of these exercises or, Hey, you might say, Hey, I'm going to start trying. I'm going to, I'm going to do that um, to see if that's going to help me get to that next level. You know, I made this podcast to help you guys get to that next level with your physique. And if you've been following me, I'm a nerd and I'm very passionate about hypertrophy training, which is that muscle building realm. And so let's break this down. You guys, um, currently my splits is a five day split. It goes Monday, pull Tuesday, push Wednesday, legs, Thursdays off Friday, pull, and then Saturday push. And so breaking that down a little bit further, um, Mondays, I currently hit pull, um, which is going to be a back day. Um, you know, in the past, I, I would really focus on like just lat movements, like what would be just lat focus. Um, and then one day I would work in on just working thickness, but as I continue to go, I started getting a little bit bored because there's only so many movements that you can do for lats. There's only so many movements you can do for thickness and density and rowing. And so I've been really tuning in doing both lat and thickness in the same day, and then alternating, making sure I'm making those adjustments as I go. But for my pull day, it's typically back rear delts and biceps. And some of the biggest movements, you guys, if you've been following me on my Instagram, you'll see them. Um, big movements that have been really building up my lats um, are the single arm hammer pull downs. I've done several videos. If you guys um, are following me on Instagram, check it out. But the single arm pull down, if you're watching the Facebook and our Instagram, I'll show a couple arm movements that that humerus is front of the body. And in the videos I've done, you're going to see that elbow being drawn down into your hip. And that's going to be a very good setup for your lats. Again, hypertrophy is all about profile alignment. It's setting up your profile, your physique for certain movements. Um, you know, for the longest time, I thought when I did lat pull downs, that lat pull downs was, it was for your, for your lats. Well, your lat pull down is mainly for your mid upper back. And that's all that setup with that cable alignment, but for a single arm hammer pull down with that humerus setup right across the front, front of your body, pulling down towards your hips, that's going to be the best setup for your lats. And so when I'm doing that movement, I've been doing that movement for several months, progressing, 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 and my lats have blown up you guys haven't seen my last post, my lats are, have blown up. My V taper continues to grow. And I really recommend you guys doing that. Um, and typically with that pull is that pull down. I do a lot of chest supported rows. I'm a huge advocate of having your chest supported within a bench to have support. Again, not saying that you can't do rows and have stability within your lower erectors. I do do those, um, but chest supported rows, it's going to eliminate any form of low back. So you can just focus on that pronated grip and you're focusing mainly on that upper back thickness. Like who doesn't want a thick back? And as a competitor, as an athlete, 
when I, you know, you getting on stage or you just wanting a bigger, thicker back or a toned back, whatever that might be, you want to have something where your chest is supported in the bench and you're getting that strong roll variation. That's it's very powerful. It's a great, useful tip, you guys. And you are going to see a lot of growth within that upper back. Um, another big one that I really like is more of an isolation, just a straight arm pull down. That's going to really lengthen the lats and that lengthen position. Um, and again, like I said, guys, most of my back, my two back days, um, typically I'm focusing on anywhere between three to four movements. Um, and right now my total sets, uh, for back is roughly around 17 to 21 sets total. And again, that's anywhere between 70 to 21 sets of hard RIR sets of anywhere between zero to one when I work up to those tops. Um, so again, pull day back, uh, work a little bit of biceps, rear delt. Typically my bicep variations lately um, have been some strict hard sets of single arm curls. And I've been slowly progressing that from 30 pounds to 35 pounds. And now I'm just focused on increasing reps. Um, then I like to do several different supersets where I'm doing the biceps focusing a lot of tension in the short position and also the length and position, um, which would typically be um, me doing some form of a, of a superset. So Tuesdays, I go into push. Okay. Tuesdays are push days. Um, typically my push day saying two, anywhere between three to four movements right now doing heavy dumbbell chest presses. I'm currently focusing on roughly 90 to hundred pound dumbbells. And this is where I'm going to talk about this for a moment is slowly increasing my reps. Um, lots of times I actually had this today with a, somebody came to me and like, oh, I've hit a plateau on my weights. I've hit a plateau on my increases of weight. I can't add weight to the bar anymore, I, coach Isaiah. And I said, well, have you been increasing your reps? And this is something that a lot of people will get. They get so caught up with adding load, adding load, adding load. But you have to understand, you guys, that progressions aren't just load. Progressions are also reps. And you want to focus on increasing your reps over a period of time. Because as you build up that volume, muscle tissue will be added. And you're going to find yourself being able to add that two and a half, five to 10 pounds. Because you're going to come to a point that load increases are anywhere between two and a half to 10 pounds two and a half to 10 pounds. It's not going to be when you first started where I've told the story. I started with 25, 30 pound dumbbells. And within like six to seven weeks, I was at 80 to 90 pound dumbbells. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. You know, my strength was like through the roof. The muscle wasn't all there yet, but the strength was. Um, and so it's, it's really important to understand that. Um, but guys, again, heavy presses, um, dumbbell presses, and uh, I'll talk to a podcast down the road too about like barbell versus dumbbells. But just note, I love dumbbells because of my ability to move my elbow where I need to move it and being able to have that perfect bicep to cross that chest and get that good contraction. Um, as well, I typically do at my gym, I have some excellent incline machine uh, chest presses that set up my alignment. If you've watch my videos, you'll always see me in this neutral grip, which just causes me that profile to come across my bicep up into my upper fibers of my chest, and I can get the best uh, upper chest contraction. So I've, I've moved away from barbell presses, um, even some dumbbell presses to do this machine solely for hypertrophy focus so I can hit those upper fibers. But again, like I said, guys, that flow, same flow, three to four hard movements where I'm focusing on 
a lot of strength, length and position. And then from there, I start moving from loading that pec in the length and position to more of the short position, which would be like a seated roller cable fly. And then from there, I kind of go into meta metabolic pump work that you can say where I'm doing um, some form of cable machine um, paired up with a mechanical drop set of some sort. And then from there, I'll do shoulders and um, triceps. But typically, you guys, if you've watched my stuff, this is something, again, this depends on everybody. My shoulders are huge. And so typically my top sets for shoulders are only anywhere between eight to 10, like total sets a week. I don't need to pound my shoulders like my back or my chest. So this is something where it's individualized. You have to understand that, but you guys have to have that individual mindset. Like, oh, coach Isaiah only does eight sets for shoulders. So I'm going to do eight sets of shoulders. Well, that might, that's dependent. Some people may need to do 15 sets or 18 sets. And that's why it's that customization comes in as a coach where I'm programming that over and over, but just understand you guys, that's kind of where I'm at. Tricep move, move, movements. Typically I'm going to be doing a tricep variation, a tricep push down and overhead, something pushing away from my body. Um, and that's going to be a mixture of strict sets, um, mechanical drop sets, um, partials. And, uh, as I continue to go into my, my prep, um, which I'll be doing a podcast on, you know, I'll be talking about how those things sometimes change depending on where your cut is Wednesday, good old leg day. So legs, I only train once currently, um, typically on leg day, I'm training my quads, my hamstrings, my glutes, my calves, everything. I don't just focus on a quad day. I don't just focus on a hamstring day hamstring day. I, I have in the past. Um, but as of right now, um, as a men's physique athlete, yes, I want to have good proportional leg, proportion legs, but I'm not no classic physique competitor and I'm not a bodybuilder. And so with my training, my legs, you guys typically right now I'm obsessed with hack squats. I've talked about them so many times, the profile, the bracing, the pad behind when I get close to mechanical failure, I don't want to worry about my low back giving out or me interiorly pelvic tilting my, my hips in my, my low pelvis area. I want to have support in my low back. So when I get to those heavy, hard failure sets, I have that support or a back squat. So many different things can give out even before your quads and you can't even see that true output potential. So hack squats is normally number one. Number two is typically a banded RDL or some RDL variation to lengthen the um, hamstrings, glutes. And I've been using a band lately around my hips to really focus on shortening the glutes right up on the top. And it's been super optimal and something I've shared on my um, Instagram. If it's something that, okay, I want to try these, let me know. I'll send you a video. My third movement typically is some form of um, lunge variation, hip thrust variation, um, getting the glutes in that short position, glute hip thrust with the barbell hip thrust machine, which I have, if you have a hip thrust, hip thrust machine, um, they're very, very, um, less time consuming. You don't have to worry about putting a bunch of weight on the bar, taking it, taking off where the machine you're hooked up, you put this belt on, puts it across the pelvis and it's super easy, fast, and optimal. And so, like I said, guys, typically, Leg movements anywhere between three to five, still very hard warm-ups to top sets, which I'm going to go into here in a second. Um, and uh, normally I finish off with some form of metabolic finisher, which is normally the prowler in that concentric position where you're constantly pushing that, that sled, or they call them sled pushes, extremely, extremely taxing, um, but very optimal for calves, hamstrings, glutes, um, but not taxing in a way 
where you're going to find yourself not being able to move the next day. You're constantly in that concentric position. And it's also really working cardiovascularly. And I found it's really helped if you are an avid hiker to do the sled prowler. All right, guys. So Thursday is my off day. And Thursdays are probably one of the most optimal days. Okay. Rest like no other. Rest like a king, rest like a queen. When I used to train, I thought rest was Sundays only. And I found myself plateauing. You guys have to ask yourself if you feel like, oh, I, I have to rest today. Why do I have to rest? Ask yourself, did you train hard enough the day before? Did you train hard Tuesday? Did you train hard Monday? I'm not saying everybody has to take an off day after your third day, but this is what works for me. And while I'm on that rest, I'm trying to be as cool, calm, and collected as I can. Because I've talked about cortisol on this podcast. I've talked about hormones. I've talked about the thyroid. I've talked about why we need to rest, not just for muscle repair, but how our body is absorbing, repairing, cortisol's being released, testosterone's being moved around, activated. And uh, it's very important, especially as a natural athlete, that you're taking that rest extremely, extremely seriously. Typically my rest days I'll do, I say I do mobility. I don't do mobility. I really need to, maybe my coach will be having me do it, but normally my form of rest is obviously working for the day, coaching my clients, but getting on at least one walk. But typically lately I've been doing two to get sunlight, to get that sunlight on the skin, which studies have shown so much, so many benefits. And I've talked about it endless times about why sunlight helps with blood flow, walking, breath work, getting blood flow to the brain, to the prefrontal cortex, pushing those high amounts of cortisol levels down. Um, and then using supplementation to help with these off days, things like ashwagandha, which I had, a, I have a whole podcast on, I forgot what episode is, but if you're interested in how ashwagandha can help you stay calmer and help reduce anxiety and stress, listen to that podcast, but things like ashwagandha, taking my vitamin D3, zinc, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to help with um, testosterone levels and just overall making sure um, everything is staying healthy as well as insulin. Um, making sure insulin is activated because especially in the off season, we don't want to be insulin resistant. Friday is back to pull. So back to pull, like I said, both thickness and lat work. Um, I have been lately working a lot of trying to get mid lower lats, thicker, thicker, thicker. Again, this is just me. If you're somebody like, Hey, I want to build a bigger back. Um, I've talked about it numerous of times as well, making sure you're getting, some form of variation where that humerus um, is in front of the body pulling down, which could be a single arm pull down, cable pull down, straight arm pull down, um, and working on that thickness. So even with a Friday workout, I'm still working on some form of pull down, which is normally a main grip. I love them. They are super optimal. Um, and those are going to be mainly focusing on that mid upper back. Um, and again, also working on some form of single arm variation, but I've been doing a lot of landmine rows. Um, got a lot of that from John Meadows, rest in peace, um, the metal rows doing some other single arm variations to work the erectors as well. And again, guys, typically anywhere between three to four hard working, uh, movements, hard sets, um, moving up to still around 17 to 21. And I would say both chest and back and even arms 21, 17 to 21 hard sets a week where I'm currently at. Um, and then Saturday I go back into push push is typically still, I do typically two hard, hard sets, um, th uh, three to four hard sets, um, working up to mainly incline movements right now, guys, 
if you're if you're a guy listening to this podcast and you're trying to build up your chest, if you're doing two push days, focus on that upper chest. You know, lower chest typically always gets developed, um, but it's always that upper chest that us guys sometimes leg, and that's why putting a little bit of extra effort, still working on some form of incline press where you know the low to mid range is going to be stretched and, and stressed, which is normally like a Smith incline press. And then I'll do also some form of a low to high cable fly to get obviously stretched, but also work those upper fibers on a lighter end with a little bit more reps. And this is where that these last days, Friday and Saturday, I'll normally do a little bit of a higher reps just because I've taxed so much with the lower, uh, lower reps, higher loads on the first beginning of the, of the week, making sure ligaments, tendons, um, everything is, re you know, repaired and well, you don't want to be putting too crazy heavy days you can, but you have to make sure you're recovering optimally. So you're not fatiguing out. So guys, that is a little bit of a rough, what I'm doing and what I've been currently doing these last few months. Um, like I said, intensity in these workouts are high. My workouts are anywhere between 50 to 70 minutes. Again, 50 to 70. They're not two hour workouts. They're hard sets, typically anywhere between Right now, my failure sets, if I'm going to be doing a, a movement that have three sets, I'm typically going two to three. All Each one of them are close to one RIR or zero RIR. So very close to no more reps, very close to failure sets. Again, this is where I'm at. I have a whole other podcast about ramping up your RIR because not everybody can go in. Don't just go into the movements and exercise. Okay, coach, Isaiah is doing an RIR of zero at every movement, so I got to train to failure. No, you have to strategically do it the right way because if you train to failure at every set, you're going to tax out. You're going to be sore way too long. And you're going to take two steps back instead of two steps forward. So making sure you're getting your warm-ups. I say this all the time, even with my clients. Making sure you're working up. You have to work up those sets. Get the warm ups in. From the warm ups, go up to your hard sets. And that's why you need a log book and track. I log book and track all of my hard sets, not my warm up sets, but my hard sets. This is going to help you progress. If you're going into the gym, not recording these sets, and you're just mindlessly going through a chest press, mindlessly going into a row or a squat, and you're not seeing yourself progress. You need a logbook so you can figure out where, where your top sets are and how are you progressing those. So guys, these are a couple thoughts that I want you to think about is how hard are you training? You know, this is kind of where I'm at, but with your training and you wanting to put on as much muscle as you can, getting tighter abs, leaner physique, where is your sets at right now? Are you training hard enough? Are you training in that proximity to failure and seeing growth? with your training as well. I always ask myself this, where's my mindset during these workouts? Am I thinking about somebody? Am I thinking about stress? Am I thinking about what I have to do after the workout or am I focusing on the workout? When you decide to actually put those headphones on and focus on that specific workout, that is where growth is going to happen. So many times I've asked people, why do you feel like you're hitting a plateau? It's because they're in their head. They're thinking about too much whatever in this world. And they're not focusing on that very moment being present. And that's something that I've always had to constantly work on. And that's something that you need to, if you're listening to this podcast right now, how can you elevate that mindset? So you are focusing on every set, every rep, every rest period on you and nobody else. Okay. And now, and as well, take home guys is know that this is what's working for me. 
these total sets per week for chest back. This is where I'm currently at. This is what I'm going to be currently doing as I progress as well. If you guys find yourself like, man, you know, this sounds exciting. I want to figure out a better split for myself. I want to figure out how hard I should train. I want to figure out what is going to be best for my chest to grow, my back to grow, my legs to grow. Message me, let me know if I can help you. But again, this has got, this was kind of just a rough of like what Isaiah has been currently doing. And of course, Sunday is my rest day. So Thursday and Sunday are my rest days, but make sure you guys are taking some of these tasks, making sure you're taking some of these tips, use them. If you have any questions, please let me know. And again, thank you for tuning in on Instagram, Facebook. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'm very, very excited to move forward and be bringing more value each week to this podcast on fat loss, on muscle building, on hormones, and we're going to keep moving forward. So I hope you have the best day of your life and we will talk soon.